If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. There is a whispering inside that when you listen will lead you to discover a higher purpose. Fear and lack of confidence are two things that can cause resistance in you following your heart and delay your higher calling. But if you feel the call to serve, but you keep rejecting opportunities, there are four ways to feel more prepared and get through the blocks. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to our podcast, Sacred Space. I hope that wherever you are, you're feeling a really uplifting energy. I know that there's a lot of heaviness that's happening right now. And as always, it impresses upon me how important it is to embody the energy of peace and to stay rooted in the higher principles of love, compassion, care, and constantly focusing my energy and my frequency to continue to help uplift and also to just help me as well in 
the process of being a human being and coping with some of these really difficult and challenging times that we're experiencing now. So if you have been going through a struggle this past week with everything that's happening on the news, I just want to send you a lot of extra love and a lot of extra support right now. And just remind you to continue to focus your energetic frequency on peace and prayer and just uplifting those in your community and those around you. Today, what we're talking about is when you feel like you have a higher calling, maybe there's a part of you that has always felt drawn to helping to heal others. Maybe you've just known within yourself that you have these abilities or you're a really sensitive empath and and part of you would love to develop that further and become a holistic coach or an intuitive coach or as a philanthropist or maybe to develop as what I do as a psychic medium. But fear keeps stopping you. So we're going to talk about how do you get through that blockage of fear that causes a lot of resistance, or maybe for you, it's showing itself as just a lack of confidence and a a lack of uh, knowing exactly how to approach some of these new experiences and how you can follow this path to truly serving in your highest and best capacity. My name is Christina Wooten. If you're new to us, I'm a certified psychic medium, and I'm here with my husband and partner, Robert Wooten, who is a certified Reiki master teacher. Well, hello there. So talking about how to break through that fear and start serving, what I always think about when the concept of serving spirit comes up is I was taking a course. So you'll notice that I've certified psychic medium in my title. And that's because I went through a training course that was pretty rigorous and a certification program that was very challenging in order to achieve that. And I remember as a big part of the program, the focus was on public demonstrations and mediumship. So you'd have to stand up in a crowd of people pick people out from what spirit was showing you and give messages to them, cold messages. And it was always something that just the concept of having to stand up and serve spirit in that way, oh, it was so unnatural, it felt like it was there was so much resistance and nervousness and stress that would come up when somebody would turn and say, Christina, would you like to serve spirit? There was this huge part of me that went, hell no, (laughs) like wanted to run out of the room and like just hide. And but also there was a greater drive within me that kept pushing. And I, I knew that my only way forward was to have to get through this particular block. But it's such a scary thing. And I see when I'm doing readings a lot, People's spirit guides will be stepping in and encouraging them to take more of an active role as stepping into their spiritual business and finally starting it or creating that spiritual blog that they've been wanting to do or finally publishing that article that's been on their mind. But the human ego has had so much fear and resistance of actually releasing it. They're afraid of being judged and it creates all of this internal resistance that freezes us into a certain state of consciousness until we face the fear, find the confidence, and find the courage to get there. So whatever it is that is your internal soundtrack, 
that's repeating that fear <laughs> within you, no matter what that soundtrack is, no, what, no matter what that thought is, no matter what your hell no wanting to one out of the room version of you looks like, there are four steps to help you get to a more confident place to feel more prepared so that even though you are going to have to face it, you can do it in a way that is more loving, that is more self-compassionate, that is more sensitive, and you're really sticking the toe into the right places and into the right supportive energy. You recognize you don't have to do it on your own. I remember when you were going through that training and you would come home from your classes and you would talk about how nervous you had been uh, giving these public demonstrations. And as you began to develop your confidence, as you began to go through these and push yourself beyond the point of your discomfort and your fear, you got more confident in it and it got easier for you. It got more streamlined and you felt less afraid every time you went back. And and at some points you became very excited to go back to the class and be able to do those public demonstrations again, where in the early stages it was, you know, shaking, right? literally shaking. It really hits this, oh my God, what if everybody laughs at me? You know, what if I'm wrong? What if I say the wrong thing? You know, Right. How stupid am I going to look? It just hits us on some really sensitive, vulnerable places. But the truth is, I wasn't the only one who was there, you know, maybe throwing up in the bathroom. One. This is a normal human element, but it's something we all have to work through and push through. And I agree that the first step is the hardest step. Right. Because then you start to realize like, okay, uh, there was there was a net there for me. There right. was something redeemable about this, and it wasn't so bad. And actually, it was kind of great. And then the next time happens, it's like, okay. And then you figure out that yeah. you're the one judging you more than anybody else in the room. Because if I remember right, a good portion of the people in that room were also students or former students or practitioners. In the beginning, yeah. What it was is uh, it was breaking through that self-judgment that you were putting yourself through and you had to get beyond that and that's why i'm sure he called it serving spirit is because if you see that you're doing something beyond just this demonstration that you're doing it in a way that has a higher purpose then i think that you can set aside your fear and your ego-based self-recrimination and your self-judgment and say this is what i need to do to do this correctly and to learn to do it properly and to give these valid readings Right. And so whatever your version of this happens to me, maybe it's not as dramatic as hugging the toilet and shaking (laughs) in front of people and, you know, just over and over having to do public demonstrations until you get really immune to that feeling. Maybe it's just being more open and being more honest with the people in your life about your true spiritual beliefs. Maybe it is you stepping in and starting to share some of the things that you are picking up on intuitively about your clients. And so what inspires confidence is always in feeling more prepared. There are four things that I suggest that I've seen work with my students in the intuition program, my Reiki students, and myself. It always boils down to one of these four things. So number one, is get more 
training, okay? So put yourself in these realistic situations and get more comfortable. What I love about training programs, whether it's a virtual training space, whether it's something that's happening in person, maybe it's a spiritual retreat, is that you have the opportunity to practice with other students, So other people who are going to be sensitive to the fact that you're learning and that you're kind of maybe you're going to struggle through a message at first. Maybe you don't know how to deliver something and you're like, well, this is I got this message. I'm not sure how to say this in a way that is helpful to the person. So you work through some of these challenges with people who are also there to learn from your experience, who are supporting you who are helping you, and you get to put yourself into these realistic situations and start getting used to how you're going to respond. What do you want to say? How do you express yourself so that the focus becomes the clarity of your energy and you're feeling grounded so that you are feeling surrounded by people who are in the exact same boat that you are and you're pushing through your personal confusions. So what I'm hearing you say is that if a person were to figure out what the next step or what the first step is into the direction that they're wanting to go is to go find the training that will help make them move along that path. Instead of staying in this place of fear of saying, well, I would like to do this. I would like to know more about this, but I'm afraid to make that first step. So make that first step, commit to a class, commit to some training of some sort, and then get out there and actually do it. I think that's a big part of it. But the other part is you need to feel comfortable. Like, how do you get to the place of, I'm a coach, I'm getting intuitive messages or feelings about things from my clients. How do I get to the place of delivering that message? How do I make sure that this information is as accurate as possible so that it's helpful to my client. Getting to the place where you feel like you have some real world experience in doing that and you've gotten some real world results with people who are open to it before you bring it into a client situation or before you expand and put the you know shingle on the door that says so-and-so healer. Sometimes that fear will stop you from actually moving forward. So training and having that real world experience can get you a sense of I'm more prepared for this and I feel comfortable in that real world situation. So let's look at number two. Number two expands a little bit off of number one, but it's find your community. Find a community who are those other students, those other people who really know what you're going through and they can inspire you. They help you to know that you aren't alone. They can be your cheerleaders. They can be, you know, those in a Facebook group. They can be people that you, you know, met on retreats, met in your yoga classes, but people who are, have the same goals as you are and can help support you and encourage you to move forward. When you find your community, when you show up, when you engage, when you really reach out with them and you share what's on your heart, then that community will reach back and just support you and relate to you. 
I know that I've had groups where I found a lot of support and community of just going, man, I failed so bigly (laughs) in this situation. And this is what it looked like. And let's all laugh together about this is how that fail happened. And then I had people come on like, hey, you know, you got this, like, I'm cheering you on. It's okay. And knowing others could relate to that struggle. And we just worked through it. It felt like, I'm not alone in the challenge that I was having. And it gave me that extra boost that I needed to get up, to get moving the next day and not to dwell in things that maybe weren't as supportive of an energy. And it's also given me a great place to celebrate things. If I'm putting in a lot of energy, not everybody understands, man, I had this amazing, you know, hour meditation today, or wow, I've been really very committed to my practice. Not everybody understands that. So Considering your audience, those people who are also very committed to their practice are going to appreciate and support the effort that you're putting in in a way that other people may not. So find that community that you can root into, that you can ground into and get inspired and make sure that they're moving and shaking on what it is that they're doing. They are making progress. They are putting the energy into it so that you don't feel comfortable getting stagnant. You need people to inspire you to actually take the steps that you need to take so you can move forward. That's a huge thing because so much of this internal growth process and so much of these internal practices that we do, like meditation or Mm -hmm. yoga, do seem very much like a solitary practice. You have a tendency to think that this is just something very internal and you get pulled inside your own mind and inside your own world, that it's so important to remember to reach back out. There are other Mm -hmm. people who are also doing the same thing. And building that community is exactly that, is it's giving you the support to know that you're not the only one going through these things. You're not the only one having these challenges. You'll hear many people say that they are feeling exactly the same way that you're feeling. And you won't know that if you don't reach out and Mm -hmm. find your community. You'll feel like, like you're the only one stumbling along here. That's true. My third one is find your touchstones, or you could call them stepping stones, whatever works best for you. But your touchstones are those truths, those beliefs that you have, that things that you know to be true, that you can tell yourself over and over and over to help comfort you. So I'm going to share four of mine that I have consistently used when I was going through different periods and different levels of growth, but I always come back to these same ones. They are the ones that help me in all of these various levels. My first one is courage will be rewarded. So if I'm afraid, I know, listen, if I stand up, if I show up, if I do the work, if I act courageously, that I will receive the rewards of that on its spiritual and on a universal basis. And that to me is really important. Another one is I will always be helped to grow. So if I'm growing, if I'm doing the right things and I'm doing them for the right reason, then spirit is reaching out their hands, supporting and guiding me through every single step of that process. And I know that I have the support that I need. My third one is when I show up, spirit will always show up for me. And this is the one of the ones that I used all the time when I had to stand up in front of the group and give the messages. One of my fears was, oh my gosh, what if I just go out there and I'm like, hey, I'm going to give some messages and spirit doesn't show up that day. Nobody's loved ones are there. Nobody's spirit guides are there. Then, Then what do I do? And so the thing that I would always say is, if I show up, 
spirit will always show up. If I'm there to serve, spirit will be there to help me to serve. And my last one is, I have the right to be me. And I think we've talked about this. I can't remember what episode it is, but you have the right to embody your vibration, to live your perspective, to be your true authentic self in this world. That's what you're being asked to do. You deserve that sense of peace. You deserve that feeling and experience of authenticity and to be able to truly dive into who you really are. That is a blessing that you have here in this lifetime. So if part of that looks like you being a healer and expressing that in another form, if part of that looks like you being a writer and starting to share some of your perspectives in a spiritual way, then by all means, do that thing that is important to you to do. My grandfather used to say something, I'll paraphrase him a little bit, was you might as well be yourself because it's really hard to be somebody else. I think that's really true and very wise. And it's also one of the reasons it's so important for us not to compare what your success looks like or what your journey looks like with someone else because they're embodying their vibration. They're attracting exactly what they need to support them and their frequency. And you're attracting exactly what you need to support you in your vibration. And so your journey and your path is going to look entirely different than someone else's. Let's look at number four, our last one. Walk your talk. So this is live it, embody it, breathe it, be the vibration that you are trying to be as fully as you possibly can. And the reason is if you identify as a healer, if you are living that, if you're showing up in your personal life with that energy, if you are working on your own personal healing, then it's natural for you to express yourself in that way. So see where you can continuously embody the energy of the path that you are trying to create. So in my path as a psychic medium, I try and embody asking spirit for help, making sure I'm showing up, making sure I'm listening, making sure that I'm acknowledging the spiritual and gratitude and love that's existing in my life. And I'm looking for the support. That's part of what it looks like to me to embody that vibration more fully. So wherever you're trying to go, embody that energy. If you need to be the writer, then how does the writer show up on a day-to-day basis? What does that look like? The more that you step into that, the more that you feel authentic with it. And the less self-conscious you're going to be around it, the less you feel like you're ducking in and out of that vibration and it's not you, it becomes how you express yourself in the lens that you express yourself through. So walk your talk. It's one of those fundamental elements that will help you feel much more of a sense of peace around this particular journey of learning to serve spirit. So as we go into final thoughts, I want to just wrap up and say that, listen, if you have that higher calling, which you do, or you probably would not have clicked on this particular episode, maybe you've been feeling that resistance. Maybe you've been feeling that fear. One, know that it's normal. We always are going to have ego resistance when we are going through a period of change. It's like the egg, there's the shell. We have to kind of peck through that from the inside so we can be open, we can be released. The butterfly has to open the chrysalis from the inside. It's not something that happens from the outside. So we have to work through that resistance. And the more that you put your trust in that, hey, if you show up, spirit is going to show up. 
If you are there and you are showing courage, you're going to be rewarded for that courage. The more you take those steps forward, the more you're going to feel confident in yourself, the more you're going to feel the joy unfolding about this path, the more authentic you're feeling as you step into who you truly are, and you'll be empowered by that. You'll feel energized by that. And before you know it, instead of being afraid, you'll be so excited. You'll be ready for that next step, ready for that next opportunity. You won't be resisting. You'll be saying, heck yes, how can I show up more and more? So if you're on the fence, try some of the steps that we talked about today. Get more training, find your community, figure out what your touchstones or your stepping stones happen to be and walk your talk. And when you do those things and you make consistent forward effort, you will find that you step into a greater sense of fulfillment and purpose than you thought possible before. So whatever you're doing, wherever you feel guided, now's the time. Just do it. I don't know what it was about this episode, but I feel like I had a little bit of a cleanse, (laughs) like putting all of this out there. Like Mm -hmm. it's important, but it's a big topic to move through some of these limitations and to really step into trust is so much a part of all of our journey in many different ways. I want to share with all of our listeners over the next few weeks, I'm going to be talking a lot about intuition. I'm talking about how to overcome some challenges. I'm going to be answering questions connected with intuition. And I'd love for you to be able to join me on that journey. Make sure that you like and subscribe the podcast. I'm also have a lot of Facebook lives and things happening on Instagram too. So you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash Sedona medium. Same thing for Instagram at Sedona medium. We'd love to have you to be a part of that. So just follow and make sure you click the get notifications so you know when I'm going live and you can show up and interact and ask your questions, okay? And also you can know more about what's going on and all these different opportunities on my email list at sedonamedium.com forward slash mailing list. All right, everybody. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. We'll see you next time. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.